0: Welcome to I See Dad People, providing a voice to the modern dad around the world, sharing stories, having a laugh and cringing at Eugene's, I don't know where he found them, dad jokes. So let's go. It's Friday, Friday. Man, that song has been stuck in my head for the last few weeks. And it, uh, yeah, what a song. And I actually, I will admit, I listened to the full song today and it's even it's even better in inverted commas than the actual clip. Anyway, it is Friday. Uh we have um here are some highlights from today's episode
1: over the years I've I've trained so many dads that like health health and fitness doesn't become a priority to them. I know and I, I get it kids are always going to be your priority but you to be in my opinion to be the best father you can possibly be you have to be as healthy as possible as as mobile as possible and to have a a high quality of life and to be here as as long as you possibly can for your children I I think a lot of people's problem is when they do make the decision to go and change their life and their, their health they try and change 50 things at once so they try and clean up their diet take their supplements go to the gym I, I, I strongly believe you to start a one one habit change. Um, I've, I've got a funny story actually about my my dad and
0: and the rock. All right, so as you can see from our highlights, we have some fun and interesting uh, conversations today with Philip. Uh, but first, uh, our podcast today is really around, you know, Uh, Looking after yourself, uh, you know, fitness wise, making sure that you're looking after yourself so that you can be in the right state of mind, both mentally and physically to be there for your family and for the people around you. So you can be the best you. And and so a lot of that today, we're really going to focus on fitness, really, actually, fitness was one of the reasons why me and Eugene actually got started with this podcast in the first place. Uh, You know, Mm -hmm. uh, we, we did talk a bit. But I think since we've been in COVID 19 and we both have kids around the same age, we just ended up more talking and talking about advice. And just, I wouldn't even say advice, I would say sharing ideas, because advice is dependent on who's saying it and who's listening to it, right? It, it was more about sharing ideas and what's working for you to see if it sparks something for the other person. So, one of the things is fitness. And I'll be honest, Eugene kind of got me back on my fitness track. Uh, a couple of months ago um, when we started here and I managed to get down to a weight that I was hoping to get down to for a long time. A healthy weight, but I felt good and I feel better. And um, I think that's a great one. And maybe, Eugene, you can kind of share with everyone how our kind of journey started together uh, in terms yeah. of fitness. And fitness has always been a key uh, strength in our bond as friends since we've mm-hmm. known each other, actually.
2: Yeah, big time. It It actually started when... We we met each other in South America in Cusco in Peru, and we start training over there. And the training that we did was just next level stuff. And you you have to bear in mind that the altitude over in Cusco is not very forgiving. It's very tough over there. But we we struck a, a friendship and and a partnership. But there was there was myself you um column. Connor. What we used to do was we used to get up early in the morning and we, go up. we used to stick on our scrambled eggs and put them in our little plastic pots. So we'd have our, our nutrition before going to the gym, we'd go. And there was this wonderful human being called Ida Anaki. And she, she was a personal trainer, is a personal trainer. And she kind of took us under her wing and trained us like dogs. <laughs> For, for quite an amount of time. And the training was really, really good. It was outstanding. So we, we've we kept that bond throughout the years. And I think it was as far back as 2013 or 14, when we met each other and when yeah. we started training. So that's quite a long time, like it's 2020 now. And obviously myself and Stevie are, are quite good friends, amazing friends, and we, we, we stay in touch a lot and we help each other a lot. So whenever either one of us is going through a bad time, I'll, I'll have no problem getting in touch with Stevie and he's always steered me in the right direction. Stevie, likewise will get in touch with me and I'll try and get him moving in the right direction. The only, well, not the only way, but the best way that I know to move people in the right direction is through training. And I, I have a long background in playing competitive sports and stuff like that. So I know how to channel a lot of my energy through physical training. And that's what happened. Myself and Stevie, he was not feeling too great, which happens as dads very often. But we decided to get in touch and set up a, a little um, program as such and start start moving in the right direction with training. So, Stevie, do you want to inform our our listeners on little things and tips and tricks that you've been trying at home?
0: Yeah, so I think one of the things we've done is, you know, uh, myself and my wife uh, used to do spin spin classes. And actually, spin classes was the first thing I did in uh, Peru, actually, when I got there. And it is at over 11,000 feet, if I remember correctly. So I can tell you, I tell you, uh, it takes a bit to catch your breath. But when I went there the first time, and this was 10 years ago, first time i went there i used to go to spin classes and after about five minutes on the bike i was gone but after about two months i was doing back-to-back spin classes in cusco and i felt good i was fit i mean and the spin class is all and and joanna my wife loves spin classes and before sir she was born we actually used to go to a spin studio uh once or twice a week near our house uh, in queen anne and we used to go do spin classes there and it was great just kind of got the blood pump and got everything. And so what we did was, you know, Peloton is not a cheap uh um, investment, but what we did was I found a little guide online to buy your own spin bike and put it together, and then you just get the app, and which is now on your TV, and it's much cheaper. I think it's like twelve dollars, twelve ninety nine a month versus the thirty something. And so if you're not in, if you don't need the advanced pieces of Peloton, the, you know all the team glasses, but you want the basic to try it out, you can get a really good bike, which I can actually share the setup that I have actually, uh, which is uh, on Amazon, and I think you know it's you're less than four hundred dollars all in for everything right Uh, and that's probably even including six months of the peloton subscription as well at least uh, and that everything and that's that's a good one Uh, but it still cost right and the other one i had was um i don't have a lot of space uh eugene you, you you have your garage but we don't have a garage so we live in a a townhouse, which doesn't have a garage, so we are limited on space. So I did a lot of research and different ones. And on Kickstarter, I actually found uh, a company called Gorilla Bow. And the bow is not super cheap, I'll be honest, but it's a resistance bands bow. And I think you can start simply with just some resistance bands. And I think if you're looking for something cheap, you're, you know, 20, 30 bucks will get you some resistance bands. And I started reading about resistance bands. And, you know, there's kind of this feeling like, oh, they'll never be as good as as weights, uh, traditional weights. But what I realized is, from reading, is resistance bands actually have an advantage over weights for certain things. Because what happens is uh, when you're lifting a weight, when you're starting off in the weight, that's where you're putting a lot of the effort where, and then when you get to the top, you're kind of finishing that effort. Whereas in a resistance bands, it's completely the opposite. So you're working your muscles differently. So when you're actually at the end of that, uh, Mm -hmm. end of that exercise, you're actually that toughest piece of it. And so actually resistance bands are great. and, And I've done some research on, guys who've done re- resistance bands, big guys have done resistance bands for a couple of months. So there's kind of this feeling that you'll never get where you want to be. Now, I think ideally, if you can do both, I think that's a great combination. But if you can only do one, I think the resistance bands is great because it's it can, you can put it in a box under your bed. You can bring it with you to the park. You know, you could do whatever, you know, they're so compact. So back to our previous, I'll finish with a previous um quote that we had from the previous podcast which is success is the sum of small efforts repeated day in and day out and i think that getting something small like a couple of resistance bands and spending 15 minutes that's all that 15 minutes of your day is not a whole lot of time. And so if you can even get those 15 minutes, it's a good start. And then start building on top of that, adding an extra five minutes, adding a couple of new exercises. When you feel good about it, maybe getting into an eight-week plan. There's so much information and so many plans on the internet. But it's just getting that motivation in the morning just to try something. So that's been kind of my journey through this. And mm-hmm. time is the key. Do what you can commit to. Don't commit mm-hmm. to what you can't, right? If don't if you start off in the hour, And it's a struggle to get the hour and it's stressful to get the hour and you don't enjoy the hour. my advice is from my perspective, is start with the time that you can commit to.
2: For, for people starting off on their fitness, there's so much you can do with body weight. There's a lot you can do. You can kick into and get your body moving and adapting to working out. You want to keep yourself challenged, set yourself a goal, have a vision, have a target for each workout of something that you're going to do. So much like what we were saying on Tuesday, you have you you have the power to control all this with your workouts. So make a small change. Don't just try and change the world but what you're doing straight away. make a small change, dedicate yourself to it and do it. yeah.
0: I think it's time, Eugene, for some of our random questions. We have a we have a good one with Philip as we said coming up, but let's get a couple of these questions out. wild start today here we go do you like classical music
2: yes actually i do um i wouldn't know my backside from my elbow when it comes up to providing you the name of one but often to concentrate and i'm in work i'll stick on my earphones and i will listen to some classical music Apparently, it's supposed to be very good for relaxing, and you learn quite a lot as you're reading when you listen to classical music. So, answer in short: yes. Okay, my question for you: What are your biggest fears?
0: Tsunamis.
2: <laughs> fears? Do you have anything else?
0: Um, I think tsunami. I don't have. I, I'm trying to think what other fears I have. I think. Just global warming, what it's going to do for my kids' future. I think that's probably the thing that comes mm. into my mind. I think uh, the, the life we've lived with startups and things and just a crazy history as you've had, not a lot of the other things that phase me as much as tsunamis. I should probably move away from the coast. Uh, what sci fi movie or book would you like the future to be like?
2: Sci fi movie. What sci fi movie? But I like it. You have me caught on my heels here.
0: I. Most of them are not very positive futures. In fairness,
2: yeah, they're not. Um, let me pick a moment out of a movie, um, Demolition Man. I, I would love to walk into a room and just go illuminate, and the <laughs> lights would come
0: on. <laughs> yeah, uh, Eugene, you're not serious, thing, are you? <laughs> are you serious, Eugene?
2: Well, I know Alexa can probably do that for us, but yeah, I haven't got one of those yet. I'm, I'm a bit scared that Alexa could be listening to everything, so. If you could change three things about your country, what would you change? Now, Uh, Ireland uh, is country now. Uh,
0: Yeah. I would change the education system. Uh, I would have them have more robust uh, technologies for being able to deal with current situations like they have right now, where they have separate systems for poor people who just didn't get to do their leaving cert, looking for exams, and I think they need to have a much better system in Ireland for education behind it. It's stressful enough moving into a life, moving from, you know, uh, into, into uh, college or university life to not have to deal with bad technology systems that are making it even more stressful for the young people. Uh, this day and age, it's unacceptable. That's my mm. thing. That's the big thing I would change in Ireland. I think there's a lot of good things in Ireland that are, are great. Um, the other one is the health system. I think that there's some improvement in the health system there. Uh, it's, it's a, I, my best word is the health system feels very laid back is my, is my best thing. And yeah, it's a bit like their culture a little bit, but it's very laid back where maybe mm. it could be a little less laid back. Who, what or who has taught you most of the information you use regularly?
2: Myself, it's my style of learning uh, in school or in college. Yeah, it was it was good having your lectures and stuff like that. Uh, but at the end of the day, you just scribble down what's on the board. Um, they're not necessarily teaching you. They're just regurgitating what's on the page in front of them. So you take in all of that information. There's so much information available to you now. You can go away and do with it what you want. So I have taught myself a lot as an adult. As a young kid, obviously, I'd have to mention my my mother and father who have steered me on a on a pretty good path in terms of how to how to behave in the normal world and you know be a good person. I suppose there's there's two different sides to that uh, question, Stevie. Let me see. Is it worse to fail at something or never attempt it in the first place?
0: Never attempt it. Uh, I think it is good to fail as long as you can fail fast. Give it a go. Uh, failure is the only way to learn. I think I think when you're heading into something and, and you're af- afraid of failing, I think quick planning is important. I think, you know, it's a cliched saying, but um, fail to prepare, prepare to fail it's fair. I think that you just can't go into something with an attitude of fail fast. You have to also know that you need to prepare. You need to understand what you're going into, but you don't want to spend more time, you know, thinking about doing something. Sometimes you just got to do it. Yeah. All right. Good takeaway before we head over to Philip. I think today is, you know, it's in your control. Uh, Try and make it a habit. And uh, habits are an interesting thing because uh, from what I've read is if you do something regularly, it becomes a habit. And until you break that habit, uh, you, you'll keep kind of in that flow. And I think part of having a successful habit, and I know habits often have a negative uh, feeling towards them, right? But I think the positive habits is start what you can commit to. Uh, that you feel like you can do, and then build upon that. Build a foundation upon that. Always be striving to do just a little more. But if you can't feel like you can commit to that level a little more, that's okay. Wait until the moment that you can, but always have that goal to strive to it. And the worst scenario there is when you try to overcommit to something and whatever ends up happening is that you end up not doing anything at all. So that's that's the main goal that you're not trying. That's the goal is doing something is better doing nothing
2: mm-hmm. yeah yeah agreed and it's it's great that we have philip Gonzalez lined up as well and he, he can go into greater depths about training than we can and so make sure and stay tuned get out your pen and paper
0: we're over to philip now it's-
2: With us today, we have Philip González, who is a personal trainer. And Philip runs an online group training program specifically for dads called the Fit Dad Performance Programme, that's P-H-I-T. The primary focus is performance because as a dad, you have to be ready to perform well in a variety of different areas of life at the drop of a hat. The Fit Dad Performance Programme will help you build muscle, lose fat, increase strength, improve your mindset, boost your energy, elevate your confidence, and drive your fitness levels through the roof. So what we will do on all of our postings across various platforms is include details on how you can get in touch with Philip across his various platforms, including Instagram. Um, Welcome, Philip.
0: Hi, guys. Thanks for having me on. Uh, Philip is uh, joining us from uh, England today uh, while the rest of us are here in the U.S. So we have a bit of a time difference between us. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, Philip? I'm
1: Philip Gonsalves. I've I've worked as a personal trainer and nutritionist for the last, well, nearly 15 years. Um, Over that time, I've trained my fair share of dads and granddads. Um, I myself became a dad in 2019. And since then, it's become a mission of mine to help as many busy dads to regain control of their lives improve their health, their fitness, and their efficiency. That was the short version.
0: So you also have a podcast, is uh, yep. as, as we know. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your podcast, how it gets started, and what kind of your mission of your podcast is?
1: Yeah, sure. So the, the mission of the podcast is kind of tied into my training philosophy as well as in trying to help, help busy dads. So the idea was to have dads onto the podcast who, a bit like what you guys do, can give a bit of insight to other dads, to, to help them along their journey. Mine's mainly going to be fitness-based because that's obviously my circle that I've sort of sat in for such a long time. Um But potentially we could branch out over to different areas to help further diversify. Cheers,
2: Philip. So so Stevie and I, we we um, came up with the concept of I See Dad People and releasing the, the um, podcast as an attempt to try and bring people together and... Probably wouldn't have happened unless we actually became dads ourselves. So why did you find it so important when you became a dad to get the message out there for other dads about fitness and
1: health and wellness? Uh, cause I've, I've, over the years, I've, I've trained so many dads that like health, health and fitness doesn't become a priority to them. I know, and I, I get it, kids are always going to be your priority. Mm-hmm. But you to be, the, in my opinion, to be the best father you can possibly be You have to be as healthy as possible, as as mobile as possible, and to have a a high quality of life and to be here as as long as you possibly can for your children. Um, And I suppose it's just brought a bit more of an emotional importance to me because I actually became a dad and saw it from the other side rather than being a trainer, just training dads without really emotional connection to it.
0: Yeah, it's been interesting. I mean, we, we've talked about this a little bit, but uh, I think your immediate reaction when you have your kid is to, um, is to is to look after them, and it's all about them, you know, and your and your partner, and you forget about yourself. And I think that's the biggest thing that, that the awakening yeah. moment from Eugene is you forget about yourself, and then you realize you can't look after anyone if you're not looking after yourself so what kind of what kind of advice would you say uh you could give to someone this week um being a dad what what would be the first step because it is hard to get back into it after such a long time especially for those first couple of months maybe when you know the, when the, when you have your newborn in the house it's it's tough and i think i think it's fair to say that most people probably don't uh prioritize fitness but getting in there how, how do you start
1: um, I think, obviously, a lot of people are looking for some sort of motivation before they do start, but the problem with motivation is it's fleeting, so we need to look for inspiration instead, and the inspiration you need to to work out and to live a healthier life and to set a right exam- example should be your child, so I don't really see what more of a a nudge you can have than that kind of inspiration.
0: Do you have a previous experience, someone in mind, names of course but someone in mind that you worked with there was a dad that was struggling could you talk through maybe a scenario that people could relate to you know someone came to you and and you personally worked with them
1: yeah definitely um over, over the past past few years in the the circle that I've, I've trained a lot of them are quite close close friends um and there has been guys dads that have died at young ages and i think that's kind of put it into a bit of perspective on how important it is to look after your health because you want to be here because you, you never know tomorrow you might not be
0: so, so you think focusing on a moment i, I know that happens to me right uh, I, I think you're right you know i didn't i didn't actually think about it but i think the one moment is that i'm thinking of of my kids future is uh, my daughter's name is uh, sirsha and when uh, she gets married i want to be mm. at the wedding if she gets married yeah. you know but if she yeah. gets married i want to be at the wedding yeah. but i think that's been my focus point i don't know why but that has been the rallying point You know, and I even think of my own dad and, and, you know, and I think of those moments and things of of moments of her life that I would like him to be to be fit. Right. Uh, To to make it. And we have those conversations. It didn't really click until you just said it. I think I was Mm -hmm. processing for a while there. But you do. You want them there for those moments, you know, and and even I have those conversations with my dad. I'm like, you know, these moments are coming up. And, and we really want you to be there. And I want to be there for the wedding. I think that's the focus point. I, I don't want to be sick. I don't want not to be here. You know, I want to be, I want to be in good health. So that's a good point that I just, I don't, I don't think it really clicked with me till today. It's a good moment. I think as
1: to, to what you're saying as well about your dad. I, I lost, lost my dad this year and he was, he was very healthy, very fit. Um, and always set like a really good example for me and my brother. Um, and fitness has always been a part of our life because of that. So yeah, I think it is important for us to try and, like like you said, to try and push your your parents to adopt a healthy lifestyle because even even making a change now can make a big difference and extend life to he could be there for your daughter's wedding.
0: No, exactly, exactly. And what about COVID nineteen? So we're in the middle of this. Of course, that I, I think it I think it allows for more excuses in a way. And I, I love um, as eugene knows, um, uh, I, I do like Arnold's. Uh, one of my my best phrase of the year has been, "You can have." Uh, excuses are results you can't have both and uh, that has been my motivator you don't know how many times i get up in the morning and that's always in my head and i and and it does it just gets me over that line to work out you know and uh what's thinking of that with all the you you, it's very easy to come up with an excuse not oh yeah
1: but the the thing is it's so like you said we've had excuses for for years and we know it's been proven you don't need you don't need exercise you don't need a gym membership to improve your health and i mean if you want to combine it with your family me, me and my wife we try and make sure that after after dinner every night we go out as for a walk as a family um and even walking is such an underestimated uh of your health um you don't need to be going to the gym and lifting weights it's, it's great i i love weights um and if, even if you want to do things at home so you've not got the time to do things a kettlebell you can invest in one of those quite secondhand hand on ebay um even bodyweight stuff. I, th- I think one of you mentioned that you use bands at home as well when you can. So it's, I mean, the wonderful thing is we've got Google now, a quick search on Google and you can find yourself a 12 a week home workout routine that will keep you motivated and be able to do it in a short amount of time.
2: I, I'm putting myself now in the um, shoes of someone who doesn't train regularly and who was just started or is approaching to, to start training. Mm-hmm. With uh, being angled around the last question around COVID-19, a lot of people being stuck at home and you don't have the gym, what would be the starting point for someone looking to change their life, improve their health, and to adopt a healthy style?
1: I I think a lot of people's problem is when they do make the decision to go and change their life and their, their health, they try and change 50 things at once. So they try and clean up their diet, take their supplements, go to the gym I, I i strongly believe you need to start a one one habit change um and whether that be adding vegetables to your meals improving your your protein consumption or trying to hit a step target today it's so easy now all of us have got um step counters on our on our smartphones or smart watches whatever we have that that one habit could just start a snowball effect and then from there you get rolling get some wind in your sails and you make the next change of habit and keep the consistency there's a lot, a lot of time people are trying to find um i like to say consistency over intensity if you can carry on doing something consistently rather than doing it intensely once in a while you're on to a winner
0: and, and i was just i was just i was just thinking of something actually just came into my mind there was uh kieran mentioned uh, a phrase on our last <clears throat> podcast was if if you want to go fast go alone if you want to go far walk with others <clears throat> and you're you're your sentence of going out with your family and going for a walk yeah. is, is kind of doing a lot of things right it's, it's not only getting fitness it's, it's fitness for your family even that walk and also you're spending some time that's not sitting in front of the tv which is which which is really great and, and i guess the question of me and eugene has and one of the reasons we actually got started on this podcast was was the fact of Eugene recommended uh, a program for me that was, uh, was was uh, I wanted to lose a couple of pounds that I've wanted to lose for a while. It's, never, it's always, mm-hmm. you get a little bit and then you move back. But I was doing that alongside my fitness. But what I realized is on the off days, having a partner keeps you going. It, it really does. Because that person mm-hmm. messages you or sends you, hey, I just worked out. And you're like, got to work. That just gives you enough to send it back and say it worked out. You know, uh, with people working from, uh, with people being at home, it sounds like it's still important to have a, a support Community around it, whether that's your family to help you, you know, to help you do that. Because if you're on, we, we're on a Avatar Nutrition, which is a macro program that I was on, mm-hmm. but it does require your family to help because you have to get the you have to get the scales out, you're measuring, you, you know, you're do, you're doing your balancing your proteins, fats, and carbs. But your family has to be in on it because it's a, it's a little bit right because they're like, yeah, oh, you want to you're going to cook something? Could you just separate out the meat just a little bit, you know? And it's <sighs> but my wife has been very supportive of that, and. Um, but the question I was coming to was you know, when you're at the gym, you can get those personal trainers. So, for you, uh, what's your opinion now? And I still think there's a lot of value in having a personal trainer, even remote, even more now, because it's even easier and someone to bring you on that journey to provide you the advice. I know reaching out to Eugene, even using the resistance bands, there's, there's times when I'm doing deadlifts and I'm asking my question, I'm looking at the video, I'm like, this doesn't feel right, right? Just there's something just doesn't feel right. Am I doing it right? Am I doing it? so? There seems I think there's still that that opportunity for for uh, remote um, or online, you know, personal training. Uh, do you have any thoughts around that one?
1: Yeah, I mean, well, since lockdown, that's kind of where it's the fitness industry was forced to pivot that way. Um, so you probably saw it. I'm sure you saw it on Instagram, like your Zoom workouts and your your free workouts on on Instagram and whatnot. Um, but I think that obviously the main thing that you get from a personal trainer, you shouldn't have someone there who's just counting your reps because you're both wasting your time there. Really, a lot of people then have their personal training session. And they'll they won't see their client till the following week. But the, the the real key to your success comes within the accountability that that relationship brings. So it is a case of check in. Just, it's it's as simple as sending an email or a text or a call saying, "How's how's the diet going this week? Do you need any help? Have you got any?" social engagements that I can maybe help you um manipulate your calories around or bring in some sort of um idea to help with that. Um, but yeah, I think it's gonna be an interesting landscape for how the personal training industry does maneuver now. Um, it seems to be a lot it was moving somewhat away from real one-on-one training to small group training. So you're still getting that little bit of a, a personalised touch but a, a lower price point. Um, but I've, i don't know with all these the new um uh social distancing measures gyms are just a lot of them dead over here i don't know about there but it's it's not a it's not a good place at the moment
2: we often look for inspiration and um, when we're going into a workout i know for myself sometimes what i do is i put on youtube videos and you have that real motivational music in the background of someone Talking and giving speeches like you have, yep. Dwayne Johnson. You have Arnold Schwarzenegger. I think, I think even the Ultimate Warrior <laughs> comes up. A one of them from the old wrestling days, and I love it. I also just just look at really inspirational people out in the field and inspirational dads. I I look at my own dad as well, who who worked his ass off for so many years for us. Who, who would be inspirational people? Or inspirational dads in your field um, that
1: you you look to. Um, I mean, I'm going to echo your sentiment. De- definitely, my my own father who gave us everything. Um, but to someone who more of your listeners would know about has to be the uh, the one lonely Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Um, so I know you're 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 both big fans of him. And I think as, as dads, we can look at him getting up. It was again three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning, banging out his workout, singing to his daughters, then heading off the studio to to film for twelve hours. Um, I mean, he's he does it all, and he's the he's the male Beyonce, isn't he? Like we all we all love him. Yeah, he's awesome. He's awesome, like
0: yeah. Ev- everybody does. Everybody loves him. I know. Do you know my my uh, my mother in law? Her favorite person is The Rock. If we, we, we should together uh, try and get The Rock on our podcast together, uh, both, uh, one of our podcasts we should get on, on together, I think it, it'll be a great, great one. And he seems like such an inspiration as a dad, just following his Instagram. I think that that, that, should, that should be our goal. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean,
1: if you're ever short of motivation, you just whack on one of his videos and yeah. you're, you're probably going for a deadlift PR that day. Um, I've, I've got a funny story actually about my, my dad and, and The Rock. Um, so two of my hero, heroes combined. Um, my dad worked for a, a hotel chain in London, and whilst he was um, The Rock was filming, must be Fast years, Five or, or Six, um, he he stayed in the hotel that my my dad stayed in. Uh, my dad worked in, so um, had his uh, cross trainer in his room, all his all his food prepared there, of course. Um, and the all the managers of the hotel had a, a meeting. They went through the the list of VIP guests they had in that week. And my dad's boss a like, lot, and we've got uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnsons down here. And my dad's like slammed his fist on my table and said, "That's my son's favorite. Um So t- totally unprofessional in this in this meeting, <laughs> my dad got a bit excited, obviously. Um, i thought I'd fall a few hours in there. Uh, my dad's in a lift, peers up, and there's this big towering figure, and it's it's Dwayne the Rock Johnson, uh, and he luckily got the, the Rock's autograph. So at home, I've got two Philip piece from Dwayne Johnson, courtesy of my dad. That's that's brilliant. I love us. Two
2: of your heroes together. That's that's yeah, exactly.
0: I think uh, I think we uh, we might be ready for a dad joke, and then um... (laughs) (coughs) I know it's the moment. (laughs) I don't know where you found them. You used
1: to have
2: better jokes before you were a dad. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Ready for act? Let's go. I regret rubbing ketchup in my eyes. But that's Heinz's sight for you. <laughs> no. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I broke my finger last week. On the other hand, I'm okay. <laughs> Are people born with photographic memory, or does it take time to develop?
0: So I think it's time for the rapid-fire question round. Eugene, are you ready? (laughs) Are you ready?
1: Ready? Oh,
2: I get it. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. Start the clock. Who is your favorite TV
1: dad? Uh, Without a doubt, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Nice. Your
2: favourite day of the week?
1: Uh, Monday. Aerobic or
2: anaerobic? Anaerobic all day long. What is your favourite part of England? Uh, It is Fulham. What is the most treasured part of your sports memorabilia collection?
1: Uh, My Sean Davis signed football boot. Nice.
2: And Sean Davis is your favourite player too, right?
1: Yes. All-time nice. favourite Fulham player.
2: <laughs> is it wrong for a vegetarian to eat animal crackers?
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, d- I guess it depends where you lie in your ethics.
2: Can you say something in an Irish accent?
1: Oh, here we go. Um, welcome everybody to the Icy Dead People podcast. <laughs> Oh, starting better.
2: I love it. Would you rather invisibility or
1: super strength? Uh invisibility. I can go to the gym and get super strength.
0: Hopefully <laughs> you're going to finish with that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you can also sneak up on your clients as well just see if they're <laughs> <going>. <laughs>
0: Exactly. They all are.
2: What
1: is your favorite quote of all time? Uh impossible is nothing. Chest day or leg day? Uh, Definitely chest day, because whoever says they love leg bay is a psychopath.
2: If you could travel back in time, what period would you go to?
1: I'd go to the uh, Viking period, definitely.
2: place you most want to travel to? Uh, New Zealand. Nice, we'll put you in touch with Glenn Sturgis, who was uh, a a former guest. He's also a personal trainer, so that'd be great.
0: As long as you're not afraid of penguins for some reason there's loads of penguins running around his town I don't know what that's about but what New Zealand yeah his, 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 whole, his wherever he lives is famous for penguins it's like the last thing that's... you would think New Zealand a place in New Zealand I, would I was, be famous would be penguins I was about
1: to say exactly the same thing it's the last thing I would put, put in New Zealand is penguins
0: <laughs>
2: isn't it the worst it sounds like the worst excuse that you could use for not going to work sorry I'm just backed in with all these penguins <laughs>
1: penguins question the road <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: What does a child need to be happy?
1: Uh, love and care all the time.
2: Good answer. What is your favourite childhood TV show?
1: Uh, bananas in pyjamas.
2: Do you think you can sing it? I, I can give it a go for you. Yes, I'll join you. Stevie, count us in.
0: I'll count you in. And Eugene, you haven't tried to sing this in a long time, I'm assuming, <laughs> right? Three, two, one, go. Bananas 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 in pajamas pajamas
1: pajamas are coming down the stairs. stairs. (laughs) Bananas in pajamas are something, something, something everywhere. (laughs) There was something about cucumbers, avocados. Oh no, uh, it's zucchinis in bikinis. Oh yeah.
2: (laughs) Well, I don't think we did bananas in pajamas any justice. Anyway, it is still not as bad as Stephen Morrissey trying to do a cover of skinny love <laughs> <laughs> exactly so we leave it there today guys thank you so much for joining Philip it was an absolute pleasure having you on uh,
1: thank you for having me I've loved it
2: thanks Philip again for for coming on the show it's been absolutely great meeting you and um, having you with Steve and I today and uh, speaking for for both Steve and I you've absolutely given us both that added incentive as dads to be here as long as possible for our loved ones through again a- achieving that high quality of life and and for our listeners do remember you don't need a gym and all the latest and greatest gear to get started on your own fitness journey to quote philip remember consistency over intensity one habit change and finally impossible is nothing all right, we leave it there today, guys. Take care.
0: Thanks for joining us today on I See Dad People. If you would like to check out the rest of our podcasts and be the first to hear our new ones, you can visit us at icdadpeople.com or follow us on Instagram at icdadpeople underscore official. And we will see you next time. And remember, I see dad people. I see them all the time.